You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show we're down a man big rome is out there with his children having fun in the friday night lights but bringing you guys the the news the noise the games the booty king josh josh the king and the fantasy fish how you doing buddy i'm doing good how are you i'm good man so sorry about that guys uh we've had some technical difficulties last few days and here we are. We didn't want to have you guys go into the weekend empty-handed, so we're just going to go ahead and plug through this and get you guys some listening ear content, ear honey for you for the weekend. So looking at some news and noise from around the league. So last night, Russell Wilson had a gross thing happen to his finger, his middle finger. So poor Ciara and poor Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he had a uh, dislocated, torn tendon in his middle finger on his passing hand and is going to require surgery. And they're saying he's going to miss six to eight weeks, which absolutely sucks for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Geno Smith looked okay, but it's not. I don't don't count on that. Like I'm not even in a super flex league. I'm probably not rushing out to spend a bunch of fab on Geno Smith. But uh, Elijah Mitchell, running back for the San Francisco 49ers, he's been removed from the team's final injury report, so he'll more than likely become the higher running back, the running back one for the San Francisco 49ers. George Kittle is doubtful for week five against the Cardinals. So keep an eye on that. Don't pick up Ross Dwelly. Uh, Trey Lance, he's been named the starting quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is out with the calf injury. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I picked him up in our season-long league just out of curiosity to see what happens. Uh, Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard are both out this week against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Julio Jones is out for week five against the Jaguars, but AJ Brown is expected to play. So that's some good news for them. My, my champion, my love, my fantasy boyfriend, Antonio Gibson, he's questionable because apparently he has a stress fracture in his shin and he's says he can play through it since it doesn't hurt that bad. That's his quote, but I'm kind of worried about that, but you know, hang in there, buddy. We can do this. Uh, Rob Gonkowski, he won't play. Turns out he's got a couple uh, broken ribs and a slightly punctured lung. So Gronk's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Teddy Bridgewater is expected to clear the league's concussion protocol and will play week five against the Steelers. So if you're a Sutton manager, Tim Patrick, Noah Font, I like that because Drew Locke came in in relief last week and looked like shit. Uh, T. Higgins is expected to play week five against the Packers. So good news for all you old Bengals lovers out there. Um, oh, and Logan Thomas has been placed on the IR with that hamstring injury. So that is uh, very unfortunate. Um, I guess you could look to see Ricky Seals Jones if he's out there, but I probably not, but I think that anything else. Oh, David Montgomery. Cause coach Nagy is a piece of shit. He won't, he won't officially put him on the IR yet, even though he has a knee injury that's been stated. He'll miss like four to five weeks, but. What can you do? Matt Nagy's a fucking idiot. So, this is true. All right. With that being said, uh, you ready to talk about these games, Fishy? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, we'll start off the bat. We got the London game, the Jets taking on the Falcons. Um, so, East Coasters, 
congratulations. You now know what it feels like to have us wonderful West Coasters. We get football all day. I probably won't watch that game because I will be asleep, but I'll catch the end of it before the Sunday games when they start at 10 a.m. for us. But in that game, New York Jets side, you're probably playing the Corey Davis. I think Jamison Crowder, you know, in a PPR, you know, thing, but that's probably about it for them. Uh, Falcon side, you're playing Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson, uh, Kyle Pitts. Would you play Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus? You interested in him? Uh, probably not. I mean, he's going to be like the number one target probably because Ridley's out. But really, yeah. the number one wide receiver target, I think Patterson's going to fill that role at receiver more than anybody else. Exactly. Uh, moving on, got the 0-4 lines taken on the 1-3 and Minnesota Vikings. Detroit side, uh, you're playing Swift. Are you playing? I'd play Williams. Are you comfortable playing Williams? I think Williams could be a flex like for the foreseeable future, unless something yeah. else happens. I mean, he led the team in carries last week, so I, I still I think that limits DeAndre Swift's ceiling. But I think you're, I think you can play both of them. That's uh, and then T.J. Hawkinson. I'm I'm not interested in Quintez Cephas or Kalief uh, Raymond or Amon St. Brown at this point in time. Still, other side of the ball, the Vikings. You play Kirk Cousins. You play Dalvin Cook. What do I? Why there's a, there's a, you play all of them. You play all your Minnesota Vikings, maybe even KJ Osborne if you're in like a three wide receiver league. Detroit's defense isn't very good, and the Minnesota offense has better potential than the Baltimore offense. Moving on, got the one and three Eagles taking on the three and one Panthers. Eagle side, you're playing Hurts. Can you play Sanders at this point in time? What do you do with Miles Sanders? I wouldn't play him. The thing is, he's going to have big games, but like the way they're using him, the way they're rushing the ball in general is not conductive of good fantasy value. Yeah. I, I think Sanders just has to – it sucks because you drafted him within the first three, four rounds. And, you know, you, you took him to your running back one or two, and I think you have to bench him until further because Kenneth Gainwell's taken away from him, and they're just not running it. They're passing the ball way more than running it. And But uh, you're playing Devonta Smith – you're you're playing Goddard, you're playing Ertz. I think you can play Ertz still if you're tight and needy, but um other side of the ball, you play Sam Darnold, you're playing Chubba Hubba, DJ dude, DJ Moore, fuck yeah. Love DJ Moore this week. And that's probably it. Moving on. Miami, Tampa Bay. You're not playing anybody on Miami, although we were kind of talking about it pre show. I still think you can play Mike Kaseki. Uh last two weeks, he's been a top five tight end. You can pass on the Tampa Bay offense. You can't, or I'm sorry, excuse me, defense. You can't run on them. So they're, Tampa Bay is going to put up points. They're going to have to try to compete. So I, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Gasecki still stays hot, you know, in another top five performance at the tight end position. Tampa Bay, you play all of them. I mean, yep. No, you don't play Ronald Jones. No, you never play. The answer is never <laughs> Ronald Jones. I mean that he's lost that job. Yes, he had a touchdown last week, but that, it's clearly Leonard Fournette's backfield. And with Gio Bernard, Giovanni Bernard healthy again, I think Rojo just he might not even touch the field tomorrow. I'm sorry, Sunday. It's Friday. I don't even know what day it is anymore at this point in time. And you're not playing Cameron Brait. Two and two New Orleans taking on the two and two Washington football team. You play Alvin Kamara. And that's it. You can't touch. Don't. It's gross. New Orleans is yucky. And you're a Saints fan, and I'm sure you'd agree with that, too. Absolutely. 
Washington football team, I think in a pinch you can play Taylor Heineke, but it's a tough matchup for them. You play Gibson. I think you can play McKissick as a flex option out there. You play scary Terry McLaurin. Uh, that's probably it. With Logan Thomas out, I'm not interested in Ricky Seals-Jones at this point in time. Uh, San Francisco 2-2 two and two, taking on the 4-0 Cardinals. You play. I think you can play Trey Lance this week. I, I think you know the Cardinals defense. They haven't really scared me away from them. Um, so I, I think Trey Lance is a decent play. What are you comfortable playing Mitchell as running back this week? I'm playing him in one of my leagues, and I have Mitchell and Sermon. I'm still, I'm going to play Mitchell over Sermon. It's not my favorite, but depends upon your options. I'd say if you have a if if you are going to play him, expect him to be like a really a low RB two. Flex play, don't expect that week one performance out of him, but it could happen. Yeah, but I, I, but the problem is with with Mitchell in, I don't think you can play Sermon. I think Sermon now relegates back to your bench. I personally, I just, I, I don't think you can play yeah, Sermon. You play Debo, you don't play Brandon Ayuk. I don't know why Rome you, ranked him so high, that crazy I don't, bastard. I don't know though, because Kittle's out, but I wouldn't do it, I think. It's just you I might just see haven't us. seen enough from Ayuk. It, I'm too nervous for him. I mean, it's right. just, it, it's not and worth new it. New quarterback, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, if Kittle plays, you play him. But if Kittle's out again, don't play Ross Dwelly. Um, other side of the ball, you play Kyler. You play Chase Edmonds. You play James Conner. It's crazy. They have they have two running backs, very different running back styles, but they've both been solid RB twos this whole year so far. So, I think you stick with that. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you play him. AJ Green, I think you can play AJ Green, and you like Max Williams this week, so I, I think you play Max Williams. Yeah, you get red zone targets I, from him. I like it. High powered yeah. offense, red zone targets. Yeah. Uh, moving on, got the one and three Giants taking on the three and one Dallas Cowboys. It's a good matchup. You could play Daniel Jones. But with no wide receivers, it's kind of tough. But I don't know. He had a decent week last week and had no wide receivers. But uh, you play Saquon Barkley. You can play Kenny Galladay. I think you can play Kadarius Toney this week With now that the news of Shepard and Slayton are out. I, I think you can play him. Evan Ingram, maybe in a pinch. But I don't He just, man, he does not like Evan Ingram for some reason. That was He was purely an Eli Manning guy, not a Daniel Jones guy. But other side, you're playing Dak. You're playing Zeke. Tony Pollard's a decent flex option. You play CD, you play Cooper. Dalton Schultz, he's been he's been heating up. Play Dalton Schultz. Uh, moving on, got three and one Packers taking on three and one Bengals. You play Aaron Rodgers, play Aaron Jones, play Devontae Adams. Robert Tunyon is not a thing. No, don't. It's no, don't. Uh, Joe Burrow, probably not. I mean, maybe if you're a Tannehill owner, maybe you you can go Joe Burrow, but. I like Joe Burrow this week. You like Joe Burrow this week? Yeah, but we'll get into that later. Let's sure. move on for now. Uh, uh, with Joe Mixon doubtful, who, could you play Samaje P. Ryan or Chris Evans, any of those running backs? My guess is it's going to be P. Ryan, but if he doesn't produce, they're going to immediately put somebody else back there, right? So it's tough. Yeah, I'm not. I'd, I'm not I'd a, say if you're going to pick one, pick P. Ryan, but it's, it's hard to say if he'll be it's good. It's also hard to run on the Green Bay defense. I think this is gonna. This game has more of a. I think this is gonna be a gunslinger game. You got the old salty guy in Rodgers, the young up and coming guy Joe Burrow. I think they're both just gonna be slinging it all over the field. But you can play Chase, you play Boyd, you play Higgins. 
don't play Uzama despite the good game. Because now with Higgins back, Uzama's going to be an afterthought. Uh, New England, 1-3, and three, taking on the 1-3 and three Texans. You play Damian Harris. You play Jacoby Myers. Maybe Hunter Henry. Maybe Jonu Smith. It's The tight end for that position for them is tough. Because Hunter Henry, I think, is the lead tight end. But Jonu still gets looks. If there was a way that they could combine, if you if you start one of them, if you get the stats for both positions, that's what they should do. It's only fair. It's the tight end position. But uh, other side of the ball for the Texans, you can play Brandon Cooks, and that's it. And that's probably how it's going to be the rest of the season. You can't trust any of those teams. Uh, two and two Titans taking on the 0-4 Jaguars. I, I loved him so much. But Tannehill, you can't play him. It's a good matchup, but... You just can't play him until further. I mean, I haven't. Se- he has not had a good fantasy game this year, at least for what you hope the top ten upside. He just hasn't had it. You play Derrick Henry. If AJ Brown plays, you can play him, and that's it. Otherwise, it's the Derrick Henry show. That's how it is in real life. That's how it is in fantasy. Uh, other side of the ball, you play James Robinson. I think you play Marvin Jones. You play Lavisca, and that's it. You know, it's funny, we're, we're an audio only for now, but all Fish does is nod his head in agreement, and I like it. I'm here yeah, for this it. Week's, this week is an unusual week where there's not a lot of tough decisions. There's a few, but yeah. not a lot. Well, we were talking about it pre-show. It's week five now. You have a general idea of what the teams look like. And, you know, we obviously we like to go more in-depth with this, but since we missed the last couple episodes, we're just we're just plugging along. So, moving on. 3-1 and one Broncos taking on the 1-3 and three Steelers. <sighs> You play Javante, you play Melvin, maybe. They're both RB3, RB2s, kind of in that range. I give the edge to Melvin. You guys did too. So I think you play Melvin Gordon. Javante in a pinch if you're desperate. Like, I have to play him in a league because I'm desperate. Now that now that if Bridgewater plays, I think you, I'm more confident in Sutton and Patrick. If it was Drew Locke, which my rankings showed that I thought it was Drew Locke, so I thought they were all sits. But now that it's going to be Teddy, more than likely Teddy Bridgewater, I think you can play those guys, and you play Noah Font. Um, Steelers, you play Najee Harris, you play Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool, he's supposed to play this week. He didn't play last week with the hamstring injury. But I just, I'm not confident in the other two. Big Ben, he looks like shit. He looks so bad out there. And I saw an article that they said that uh, benching Big Ben was a big hell no. Like, he's our guy. But I think it's also because they realize that Dwayne Haskins is the backup. Call Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I think everybody, they must have lost his phone number because nobody's calling him. I just don't understand how, like, I'm not like a Cam Newton fan or anything. I just don't understand how he's not a backup somewhere. Like, it, it's insane to me. Yeah, I don't know. And that's it. So I, you, I think you play Deontay and Najee. That's it for Pittsburgh. Uh, Chicago, 2-2, two and two, taking on the 3-1 Raiders. Uh, Justin Fields is supposed to get the start this week. With David Montgomery out, I think you can play Damian Williams confidently. He's going to be like an RB2 with upside. I'm not touching Allen Robinson. I'm not touching Darnell Mooney. I just Justin Fields didn't look very good last week. There's a chance he still doesn't look good this week. Um, I want to see more production out of that offense. Raiders, Derek Carr, he's been he's been decent. Didn't have a very good game against the Chargers. Could be a bounce back game for him. But the Bears defense is still decent. But you can play Derek Carr in a pinch. Um, Josh Jacobs, you know I'm I'm starting to lose faith in him. He did score a touchdown last week, 
but he looks bad. I think his foot's still bothering him. It's just these games of like 10 for 28 with a touchdown. I mean, I think that's just what it's going to be. But you can probably play Josh Jacobs. I think you play Hunter Renfro, you know, in like a wide receiver. Three. Darren Waller, confident, 100%. Three and one Cleveland taking on the three and one Chargers. Baker Mayfield, no. Nick Chubb, yes. Kareem Hunt, yes. Odell Beckham, yes. Austin Hooper, no. Uh, Chargers, play Herbert, play Eckler. You're playing Mike Williams. You play Keenan Allen. You play Jared Cook. But actually, well, I'll say right there. I like Jared Cook. I think he has decent upside. It finally came to fruition last week against the Raiders where he finally got his touchdown. I mean, the reason why I'm still so confident in Jared Cook is they're still getting him very much involved in this passing offense. If you had a, a George Kittle or one of those other banged-up tight ends, Jared Cook, to me, is a decent streamer play until further. Uh, the game I'm really looking forward to is the Sunday night game. 3-1 and one Buffalo taking on the 2-2 two and two Kansas City Chiefs. Play Josh Allen. We all think you can play Zach Moss. You're playing Stephon Diggs. You could probably play Manny Sanders in like a wide receiver 2-3 flex range. Cole Beasley could have some upside as well. Dawson Knox. Rome doesn't like him, but Fishu and I like him. I think Dawson Knox stays hot. Yeah, I changed my tune on him. And this is a game we're already going to have to score. So Exactly. And the Kansas City's defense kind of sucks. They're getting up a yeah. lot of points. Other side, you play Patrick. You're playing CEH. Playing Tyreek Hill. You're playing some guy named Travis Kelsey. Do you play Josh Gordon? Would you play Josh Gordon? No, but I'm interested <laughs> to see what he does because he might. Be I'm somebody. excited to see what he does. I don't. The question is, how much juice does he have left? Right. I, yeah. I think if he looks good, he can like surpass McCall Harmon pretty quickly. If he looks bad, though, then he won't. In hindsight, I was just thinking about it the other day because I picked up. I did pick him up in the dynasty league, and that's just because we have super deep benches in that league. I was actually thinking about it the other day. I actually think Josh Gordon isn't going to be a good fantasy player ever again. Because the last time he played when he was with Seattle, he didn't look very good. And Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. They had Tyler Lockett. They had DK Metcalf. So he had weapons around him, and he didn't do anything. So I, I think everyone's just hanging on to that. Was it back in like 2016, 17, something like that, when he – had like, you know, fucking like 100 catches for 1,100 yards and like 10 touch, whatever the fuck he did. He had a great game. I'm sorry, great season. But I, I think those days are long gone. He's now 30. He hasn't played football in like two years. I mean, they say he's in great shape, and I'm sure his legs are healthy. But, I mean, I don't know. He just, he wasn't good in Seattle. It's also like just because your legs are healthy and you're in great shape, you haven't played football in a long time. It's You kind of have to adapt back to it. Like once you get put in games, like practicing is one thing, a game is another, you know? Yeah. Well, football shapes a whole different animal. Like once, once you get hit and you're trying to kind of like, uh, like it's similar to like, 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 um, like jujitsu. If you're, if you're just practicing moves on like a dummy, you can go all night. But once you actually wrestle somebody, that shit wipes you out real quick. Although, well, Director Ross does bring in a point. It took Gronk a couple of games last year to come out to be the Gronk of old. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I yeah. want Josh Gordon to yeah, do he, well. He can do well. I wouldn't start him this week, though. I'd wait to see it. That's all. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. Exactly. Um, and moving on, your Monday night football game, 1-3 Colts taking on the 3-1 Ravens. 
You play Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines if you're absolutely desperate, but we all have him in that running back three, low-end flex range. We, we think you can play Pittman, and that's it. On the Ravens side, you play Lamar. You play Lat Murray. We we all agree that Lat Murray is probably the bell cow running back there. Uh, D- Director Ross and I agree with him too. Thinks Devonta Freeman's going to be a healthy scratch. Tyson Williams, he was a healthy scratch last year, so I think he lost the job, which kind of sucks. He was like the youngest, healthiest guy there for a while, but they like Lat Murray. Um, you play Hollywood Brown, and you play Mark Andrews, and that's it. Those are your uh, those are your games for the week. So it looks like we're still doing really good on time. Fish. Without further ado, let's bring in that booty call phone. We'll, uh, I'll read off Rome's first one. His quarterback booty call of the week is Kirk Cousins. And his note here, easy matchup versus bad defense. And you can't, I can't disagree with that. Uh, Fish, who is your quarterback booty call of the week? Yeah, I wanted Kirk Cousins. My first quarterback booty call of the week is Daniel Jones. I know that last time you picked him, he let you down good. And he has less receivers this time, but Kadarius Tony looked good against the, the against the Saints. Daniel Jones looked good against the Saints, and the Saints have a pretty good defense. And I think Dallas can score more, which will lead to Daniel Jones having to pass more this game. And plus, when Daniel Jones has to pass more, he can get more done with his legs. There you go. Uh, my quarterback booty call of the week: Sam Darnold. Um, he's the leading rushing touchdown leader. In the NFL, he's the seventh quarterback in fantasy right now. I mean, he's been playing, punching up way above his pass, or I'm sorry, his uh, weight class the last couple weeks. He's looking legit out there. Has a great rapport with uh, with DJ Moore. I just I don't see it stopping anytime soon. And and Philadelphia's defense doesn't scare me. So I I think you can start up Sam Darnold with absolute confidence. Now. Rome only did one each. We did two each. So go ahead and hit us with your next quarterback that you love, Fish. Yeah, my my next quarterback here is Joe Burrow. He's got a home game, you know, which helps him a little bit. He's playing against the Packers. No Jair Alexander probably this week, so that helps. He's got Higgins back, so his wide receiver core is back all healthy. I think that Green Bay is going to put up a lot of points just like the other quarterback, I said, just like Jones there, and Joe Burrow is going to have to kind of compete with that and keep putting points up. Yeah, totally. And Mixon's out. Yeah, and we were talking about that. You know, we think that this Sunday, Green Bay, Cincinnati, it's going to be a total just gunslinger. Just Aaron Rodgers is going to do his thing. Joe Burrow is going to try to counter with another Jamar Chase. Get and I think Jair Alexander's out. So my next booty call of the week at quarterback position. Not the sexiest name, Mac Jones from the New England Patriots. You know, last week against Tampa Bay, who has a great defense, he didn't look half bad. You know, 31 of 40 for 275 yards and two touchdowns. He did throw a pick. But with Jacoby Myers coming along, Nelson Aguilar's healthy, Nikhil Harry's healthy. The fuck's that guy's name? Kendrick Bourne, he's healthy. Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, all sorts of weapons. Everybody's healthy right now. I, I just and then the Houston defense is bad. I like, I think Mac Jones is a decent game. You know, uh, for me, you know, it could be a good DFS pick. I, I like that. Yeah, I like it too because I think that this is t- kind of like the, a good opponent to like test and see what Mac Jones can do when they like kind of open the playbook up a bit more because it's kind of a weaker defense. Let's get him some comfort with some stuff that we usually wouldn't call against other teams. 
kind of get him yeah. get him going. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. So, uh, moving on, Rome's running back booty call of the week, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He says, uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong line. Zach Moss. He says he loves the matchup, and Kansas City has the worst run defense in all of football right now. So, hard to argue with that. I think Zach Moss has the the upside of having a good game. Yeah. So, Fish, who's a running back that you love this week? I love... James Robinson. I think that, like I said before, when he was my booty call previously, I think that they've kind of turned their uh, feelings of James Robinson around there in Jacksonville. And I think that it's, he's basically going to be the bell cow he once was moving forward. I also don't mind the matchup against the Titans. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not too scary of a run defense. Yeah, well, their defense has been pretty bad, period. I okay, so my running back booty call of the week. I like Cordero Patterson. He's a wide receiver. He's a running back. I'm not entirely sure what position you got him at, but I think he's going to be Mister Necessary this week. Obviously, I don't think he's going to have another three touchdown game. But I mean, the fact that with uh, Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley out, he's going to be absolutely needed in this game. He's at at least, you know, he's getting at least seven targets a game. He's getting at least 50 receiving yards a game. He's getting touchdowns. I mean, he's the number three running back right now in fantasy football. I don't know what his point total would be at wide receiver, but I'm guessing he'd probably be a top 15 if I had to guess. And I just, you know, again, he's just going to be necessary. Rome, I'm sorry. Fish, who's another running back that you love this week? I love Latavius Murray this week. I, I think that, like we said earlier, I think he's established himself as the guy in Baltimore. They got a primetime Monday night game against the Colts. The Colts defense hasn't scared me a lot this season either. And I, like I said, I think this is kind of more of a volume play. He had 18 carries against Detroit. He didn't look great. I think that the Ravens bounce back and get back to their more well-established high-scoring offense. Yeah. Um, then my running back booty, my other running back booty call of the week. I like Damian Williams, uh, with David Montgomery going to be out. I think Damian Williams, he's going to be maybe not as efficient as David Montgomery, but he's going to be very efficient. I mean, in relief last week when Montgomery got hurt, Williams ran for eight for 55 and a touchdown. I mean, and Williams, people forget he should have been that Super Bowl MVP, when uh, he won it with Kansas City. I mean, he has the speed to do a 69-yard touchdown. Plus, he doesn't have the old legs like Deshaun Jackson last night in the Seahawks and Rams game where he should have taken that for an 80-yard touch or 68-yard touchdown but got pushed out of bounds because he just didn't have the speed anymore. But, you know, but I I, uh, I think Damian Williams is going to absolutely run all over Las Vegas. Austin Eckler absolutely demolished the Raiders' run defense last week. So I, I think Damian Williams is a strong play. Uh, wide receiver booty call of the week for Rome. He picked Amari Cooper. He says he should be solid versus the Giants defense. I couldn't agree more. The Giants defense, not bad, but with all the weapons over there in Dallas, you can't stop everybody. You know, I, I think Cooper has a good bounce back game here. Uh, Fish, who you love this week? Yeah, I'm a big fan this week of A.J. Brown. You know, they're playing the Jaguars, which obviously nobody is worried about the Jaguars' defense. The 
with Julio still out, as long as Brown actually plays, let's preface it that way. I, I read a report that he should be playing this week, so I put him in there. He's the only guy to throw to in it, really. Um, I know we're kind of low on Tannehill, but now that he's got Brown back, I think Brown's going to be heavily targeted this game, and I like that. Yeah, I like that too. My wide receiver booty call of the week, Kadarius Toney. Um, you know, with, with uh, Shepard and Slayton out last week, Kadarius Coney came up, had nine targets, went six for 78. You know, Kenny Galladay looked good out there. But just with Kadarius Tony though, just seeing him with the ball out in the open field and he was breaking everybody's ankles. The the finesse that this guy has, he, he looked absolutely electric. He looked like he was the fastest guy on the field in that game. So I expect him to have another good game, especially, you know, the, the again, this Dallas has a high-scoring offense. They're going to have to put up points to keep up. I I just see Tony being a good start. Fish, hit us with it. Yeah, my next receiver that I like this week is Jalen Waddle. Um, he's he's only had really like one good game this season. Like we know Miami's having trouble running the ball, and we know Tampa Bay. Everybody has trouble trouble running the ball against them. If they want to do anything in this game, it's going to be throwing the ball. And the targets is going to be Gasecki and Waddle, especially with Fuller out and a little bit of Parker. But I like uh, Waddle's upside a bit, a bit higher than Parker. I think he's turning to turning out to be a better receiver. So I think this is a week that he'll get it done, just because volume of they'll have to pass a lot yeah I, I love that pick plus you, know, you were just saying about it you can pass on this tampa bay defense so uh my last booty call of the week at wide receiver is going to be marquise hollywood brown i think he heard everyone talking shit about him for dropping the, the touchdown bomb against detroit came up with that spectacular catch against denver last week went four for 91 with the touchdown so i mean had he made that catch last week against, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago against Detroit, he would have had a touchdown every game this year so far. I mean, it's really coming along for him. The Colts defense is good, not great. So I still see, you know, but he has, it doesn't matter. You can play any defense. Brown has the ability to get behind the defender. And if Lamar Jackson can actually get it into his hands, it's a touchdown. And that's really all that matters. So I, I think this is a great game for Hollywood Brown. Tight end booty call of the week from Rome. He loves Zach Ertz this week. It's a tough matchup, but they're going to take away major weapons, so it'll just leave Ertz because Carolina's defense has been absolutely spectacular this year so far. And you know what? If they're if they're doubling up on Smith, covering Goddard, it does leave Ertz open. They're running a lot of two wide, two tight end sets out there, so he's probably he's probably not wrong. So, Fish, give us your tightest of ends that you like. Yeah, my tightest. My tightest end here, I've been moving up the boards recently, and and he's just outside the top 12 in my rankings, I believe. I could look, but either way, I think that you could play him this week. Max Williams, Arizona, he's, aside from game one where he only had one target, he's caught 100% of his passes in week two, three, and four. He's getting some red zone targets. I think the trust is getting developed there with Kyler Murray, and I'm not too worried about the 49ers depleted defense there i think that he will probably get about 40 yards and hoping for a touchdown as well yeah my tight end booty call of the week you guys laughed at me about it last week but i was right dawson knox i think he still stays hot in those flames he has scored three weeks in a row i mean his it it's just it's insane and this is going to be a game where they're going to have to put up points because kansas city's offense is just going to be a total shootout on on the sunday night and I, I don't see how Knox doesn't have a decent game. 
And, you know, we always talk about the tight end position. If you don't have a wall or Kelsey, you're not expecting games with 100-plus yards. You want 40 yards and a touchdown, and that's exactly what Dawson Knox is. He's going to get, like, every game, I mean, except for one game, but he did have the touchdown. He's had, at least, he's had almost 40 yards every game and a touchdown. And that's what you want from your tight end. And I, I don't see how Dawson Knox, I mean, Josh Allen is actively looking for him on passing plays. So I don't see how Dawson Knox doesn't, he's built that trust. It's going to stay red hot. So fish get me with that tight end. Yeah. My next tight end. I know people are kind of worried about the tight ends here. That's why I put him on the list. Stalton Schultz. He's getting more snaps. He's the lowest snap percentage he's had is 68 and his snaps kind of teetering between there and, and 80% just about, but he hasn't really had a fantasy wise, terrible game except for once this week. You know, he had one bad game against the Chargers there where he only had two receptions for 18 yards. But other than that, he's over 40 at five yards, was, and he's got three touchdowns on the year. I think that, you know, they're playing the Giants. I think he could easily get a, get a pretty good game going here with, you know, 50-plus yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I, I think I he's the guy there. That. I think he I delegated Blake Jarwin to I, – I think you could still start Schultz now even with the – dual tight ends there moving forward. Schultz looks good. And, you know, he he was a very big focal point of that offense last year, and it's still continuing. So I, I think you're absolutely right with that pick. And my last booty call of the week, it's going to be Mike Gusecki. I, you know, like I was saying earlier when we were talking about the matchup, you can pass on this Tampa Bay offense. Uh, the last two weeks since Jacoby Brissett's been the quarterback, Mike Gusecki's been the top five tight end. You know, two weeks ago, 10 for 86 you know, then last week, 557, but had a touchdown. I mean, he's just been absolutely on fire. Brissett trusts him. Brissett looks for him. So I, I don't see how it, it stops. But And then since we didn't get to do, like, full depth analysis for all the games, we also wanted to leave you guys with a couple players that we're kind of worried about this week. So Rome gave it was nice enough to give us a list against some of the players that he dislikes this week. Um, his quarterback that he dislikes this week is Jalen Hurts against Carolina. They're a great defense. Jalen Hurts, he's, you know, it's funny. He's been very good in terms of fantasy, but he hasn't been that great in terms of real life football. And, you know, he, he, if you, if you watch his, if you, if you, if you read the stat line, it doesn't look too bad, but if you actually watch him play, he doesn't look very good. And this Carolina defense is legit. Are they the ones that just got Gilmore? I was just going to say they got even better, too. Yeah, they just traded for Stephon Gilmore, who some people say was the best corner in all of football, or at least a top, what, four or five at the position. So their defense got even better now. So, I mean, it's very possible that Jalen Hurts right. has an absolute shit week. Um, Jalen Hurts still has, has some rushing upside, and this isn't as important, but... We kind of don't know if Carolina's defense is great. They do have a lot of players, and they've added a lot, but they've played three bad teams, and they got exposed against Dallas. Correct. Yeah. Regardless, I think they. I think I don't think Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are that much of a threat to them either. But so. you know, like people were hoping that he would still give them that top five upside at the quarterback position. I mean, he'll probably still be in that quarterback one, but he might be closer to twelve than five. Right, and a lot of that's going to come from the rushing. I exactly. don't think they're going to be able to pass the ball very well. Fish, who's a quarterback that you don't like this week? I don't like your main squeeze here, Justin Herbert. I know he's been pretty decent all year. They're playing, he's playing against the Browns. Probably the best defense that he's played against all season. 
And, you know, the Chargers only put up 20 points against Washington, 20 points against the Cowboys. They, they did score good against the Chiefs, but that's not a scary defense. Kind of same with the Raiders. I think that this is going to be the strongest defense that they've played, and I don't like Herbert for that reason. Oh, yeah? Well, I don't like James Winston. Oh, me either. But... <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But the quarterback that I don't like this week, it's uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, I was so high on him coming into the year, and you know, with, and then adding Julio Jones, you have Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in football. I thought he would have been absolutely lighting the world on fire. He's a quarterback 20 on the season right now. Um, he's only had one decent game, and that was against the Colts. Jacksonville's defense is bad. So this is my thing. This is my thoughts with Tannehill. If he doesn't do it this week, then I'm completely out on Tannehill. I mean, there's the possibility that he throws for 303 touchdowns. Absolutely, because this um, Jaguars defense is bad. But he just hasn't looked that good all year. And I think they're just going to keep relying on Derrick Henry, which, you know, you absolutely should. But I just, I don't know. I, he hurt my feelings too much, and I'm, I'm slowly losing my love of Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I don't blame you. Then some running backs that we don't like this week. Rome does not like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And he says he's going to be a casualty of the shootout style of the game. And I agree with him on that. There's going to be a lot of passing in this game. Because you know what? I see this national football game. It's going to be the Sunday night game. So everybody's watching it. Two young up-and-coming quarterbacks with Allen and Mahomes. So they're going to say, fuck it, huck it, chuck it, football. They're not going to be running it. So, And then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just hasn't been that paying out dividends and fantasy this year. So Rome, who are you avoiding this week as a running back? I'm fish, but that's okay. Um, my running back that I'm avoiding here, Najee Harris. I know he's leading the league here in targets, but he's also playing against one of the best defenses against the run. And they're damn good against the pass too. in the Broncos, I don't, I mean, I think you, you would still start him. It's, it's a more of a lower your expectations here. I could see him being a low-end running back, too, still. But I, I don't know. I don't like the Pittsburgh offense right now, even with him getting a lot of targets. It's going to be tough sledding for them. So I, I'm kind of low on Najee Harris this week. My apologies for that. I didn't mean to call you Rome. Uh, I'm just, I don't care. I'm, I used to the, I'm used to the roundtable fashion of the show where I go to Rome and go to you. Oh, yep. You're and, good. And, he, and he was your you know, first co-host, so I, I'm also fair. I'm also watching the Dodger game as we're talking, so I'm just all sorts of distracted. But yeah, it's okay. It, it gave Director Ross a laugh, and I I like that. So that's what we're here for. The the running if I it, the thing is if you can make Director Ross laugh, you know it was actually pretty funny because he doesn't like anything. But the running back I don't like this week, Josh Jacobs. And correction on me again, he did not have a touchdown last week against the Chargers. For some reason, I thought he did. But either way, he just hasn't looked good at all. He missed two weeks with a foot-toe injury, something like that. Chicago's defense is good, but, I mean, look at his carries. So week one, 10 carries for 34 yards. He did have two touchdowns, but they weren't good. They were like those one-yard touchdowns. They weren't like anything sexy. Then one catch for six yards. Then last week, 13 carries for 40 yards. So he's averaging three yards a carry. He did have five catches for 17 yards, and that somewhat salvages game if you play in a PPR league. But, I mean, he's the running back 46 on the year. And I just, you know, it, it's I loved Josh Jacobs coming in to fantasy football. But then 
I had no problems trading him away in a dynasty league because I thought he was done. I just he can't stay healthy, and I just I don't see him having a good game. Uh, moving on, Rome's wide receiver that he does not like this week. He doesn't like Deontay Johnson. He says that Denver has a very good defense, and Big Ben's an old piece of shit. So I kind of agree with that. Fair, but I disagree with that because even though Big Ben's an old piece of shit. He does throw the ball a lot to Deontay Johnson, but that's fine. I, we don't always have to agree with everything. So, Fish, who do, you, who do you dislike at wide receiver this week? Oh, the person I put on my list here, and I did it before I knew his quarterback was coming back, so I don't know. I might regret this, but I left him there just because I'm not the biggest fan of the matchup. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game, and it's piggybacking on the same game that Rome had, and I'm not a big fan of Sutton this week. Like I said, I did this mostly because I thought Drew Locke was going to be throwing the football in his general direction. But with Brady there, Brady, that's what we call him now, Bridgewater there, I think that Sutton's stock does kind of rise back up. But I'm going to leave him off this list because I don't think he's going to have that huge game that he has previously had. And like I said, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. A snooze fest, if you will. Well, um, Vegas has the over-under of this game is the lowest-scoring game of the week, and it's probably going to be a very boring game. Uh, the wide receiver I don't like this week, and I haven't liked him at all this year, Allen Robinson. I mean, he just... <laughs> you know, Justin Fields hasn't looked like that great of a quarterback, and he clearly likes Darnell Mooney more than Allen Robinson. But if you look at Allen Robinson's entire season, he has 13 catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. That used to be an Allen Robinson game. Not four games. I just, I haven't seen anything from him that looked that great. You know, it's just, I don't know if they're doing this on purpose because they they don't want to pay him that big contract money. You know, I I don't know what's going on. Or do they they just suck? Yeah. They're they're bad. I'm scared of him too. I wouldn't be starting him. I mean, it's, it's, I, Honestly, if I rostered it, I have zero shares of Allen Robinson across my leagues. But if I had him, I would try to, I would be desperately trying to trade him away. I don't know anybody that would, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anybody yeah. would want him. I've already seen him traded in two of my leagues, and both the trades, like if you looked at it at the beginning of the year, you would have been like, what the hell are you doing? But in hindsight, you know, they were probably like a good idea. Yeah, he was the wide receiver 61 on the year. And then uh, director Ross just gave us a note here that fields was announced at the starter for the year. So Andy Dalton doesn't come back around to help uh, Robinson. So it's just, I, I think it's, and the problem is see what sucks about players like Allen Robinson is you can't drop him. Like it realistically, if his name wasn't Allen Robinson, you drop the shit out of him. You'd be like, I don't want this fucking guy on my roster, but because of the namesake, you have to roster him. But you can't play him, so I I would I would trade him for anything I could get, and just and get that bad juju off my roster. But and then Rome did give us a tight end of the week that he doesn't like. He put Big Bob Tanyan. He says this guy sucks this year. He's not getting targets, and he's off this man. So I agree with that. I didn't put a tight end that I didn't like this week because tight end is a very gross position. It's hard to, I mean, if you basically don't have one of the top 10 guys, you know, so. But I, I agree with top Bob Tunyon. You're not playing Yeah, him. I didn't put one either. I was going to put big old Bob there as well. That was the thing. Like, the only tight end I could think of was Tunyon, but. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, I don't know, Cameron Brait. He's not Gronk, so don't play Cameron Brait. <laughs> but. 
And then uh, to round out the show, Fish, do you have a survivor pick this week? Did you already submit yours? I did. Let me check and see who it is if you want to touch on who you did real quick. I took Dallas. Dallas taking on the Giants. The Giants have no wide receiver, so I feel that Dallas does win this game. So I am full confident that Dallas wins this game. We're not sure who Rome took, but we're going to say he took New England because fuck yeah. it. That's not a bad pick. This is against the Texans. I also yeah. actually took Dallas. Yeah. Same, you, same you, reasons as you. You're, you're going smart because last week you listened to Rome. You guys both took Tennessee, and look how that worked out for you. You guys got strike one. Yeah. I'm, currently, I'm winning the Survivor League. Yeah. So suck on that. Mm, but That does suck. Tennessee sucks. They one do more suck. thing to note here. Uh, Director Ross put a note in here. If you are a Russ Wilson owner, try to go snag yourself a quarterback before Sunday to beat the waivers. You know, save on that fab, save on your waiver claim. Just to note that. Absolutely. That that is a great point. So look to see if hey, if a Trey Lance is available, Sam Darnold, um, Derek Carr, the Kirk Cousins, he's still not really rostered, you know. So I mean there there's some quarterbacks out there that you could pick up, but that's an absolutely great point that that director Ross put in there, and that's why we love him and he he likes to Give a, he's he's so brilliant with that big beautiful brain of his. But yeah, I mean, save that fab, pick up because people aren't looking to pick up quarterbacks right now. You are, so that that is a very smart move. So go ahead and do that. But so that'll round it up for us this week, guys. Sorry for the lack of episodes. We'll come back at you full dick and full strength next week. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the love and the support. And again, good luck and have a good night. I'm King Josh, Josh the King. Fancy fish. Have a good one, y'all.